0: Hey everybody, it is Katie Thomas here with the Filterless Podcast. And I promised myself that I would not make another video debunking abortion. But if there's ever a time to do it, I find that today is where episode four on abortion and the myths related to that have to be released because it seems that every time I post something, somebody has another comeback. And even though this debate could go in circles, I find it necessary to talk about it in light of the recent Democratic uh, quote, success at overturning the Child Born Alive Act. So if you want to hear a little bit more about abortion, if you're just as livid as I am, stay tuned. And if not, you're going to have to wait for the next episode of the Filterless Podcast to get the ooey-gooey feelings about how great it is to be a Christian uh, psych. Really, what we're going to be talking about is everything in Christianity that the signs and wonders preachers won't tell you. But all that to say, this is Katie Thomas on the Filterless Podcast. I hope you stay tuned. Hey, guys, it's Katie Thomas here, and I know that you've been very excited for another video to come out, uh, either for one of two reasons. You really enjoy being mad at my opinions, and low-key, you have one of those little dolls you stick needles in, uh, and you pretend it's me, and you just really don't like me, or because you're so sick and tired of everything that's going on politically and the attacks on Christians that you just actually enjoy listening to my soothing voice uh, affirm every single belief you have. But either way, today I was originally not going to do a podcast on the one thing that bothers me more than all other things, which is abortion. But uh, we had our lovely Senate get rid of, vote down a bill that would prevent babies who are born alive from being murdered on the table. So the podcast I was writing for you guys, that was very Christian, very biblical, Put to the side because we have a little bit of an issue to discuss. And I mean, between my peers and between politicians and everybody who seems to like redefining the limits of what life is and redefining the definitions of humanity and saying, well, that's not a human, that's a clump of cells. That's a clump of cells. And you know, it's not like I'm a giant clump of cells and all that different stuff. So We're going to get right into it, and we're going to talk about two things, first off, uh, before I get right into the bill itself and talk talk about why the bill, I think, is an absolute uh, danger to something that we have already accomplished in our criminal justice system. But the first two things are uh, that, first off, the left is absolutely radical. Um, I know that I'm not the first person to say this. Uh, I won't be the last person to say this, but, you know, it it was like back in 2002. We already passed a bill like this. Like I know that Ben Shapiro talked on the Ben Shapiro show about how there was no reason for Democrats to not vote for this bill. Absolutely. Like if if it really was just as unnecessary as everybody claimed it was, why not vote for it? Why not be like, you know, we don't need this bill, but it's a moral, you know, it's morally acceptable to say that if a baby is born in a botched abortion, that they should not have to suffer death or be killed just because somebody failed to kill them the first time. Absolutely, absolutely stupid. Like morally stupid for you to turn down a law because it's quote unnecessary rather than saying that we should have this bill because it's a more it's something we all morally agree on. Like, I, I don't understand. You know, you have so many people who want to talk about how evil like things in the Bible were. Um, you know, but the Bible condemned, you know, back in ancient times, there were times when different pagan people would be throwing babies into uh, burning fires and would hear the baby screaming. That People are like, that's terrifying. That's in the Bible, man. That's like not okay. Or, you know, the Bible talks about how they throw all the baby boys in the Nile uh, because they didn't want, you know, the um, the Israelites, the Hebrew people to essentially come up, uh, rise up and overtake Egypt. They didn't want that. So they were like, you know, we're just going to throw all the babies in the Nile. You had King Herod, who desperately did not want a king to be born and overthrow him, kill all the infants um, in attempt to try and kill Jesus. So, you know, people people always want to point, well, that's bad. Like, you know, Bible talks about that. That's bad. Uh, Bible's always inconsistent. All, all this crap. But when we talk about babies that are alive, like like in those instances, those were all babies alive. Like, within, like, one year of age, um, you know, I'm sure that, you know, by the time Herod wanted to kill Jesus, it's not like Jesus was, like, like you know, a toddler or anything. He was a baby. So, to say all these things is absolutely morally stupid for people uh, to be like, well, you know, it's women's health, and, you know, it's an, it's an unnecessary bill. It's unnecessary. Look, it's never a bad thing to affirm a bill or a law that's going to affirm some moral – uh idea in society. Uh, society is, in the United States, shifting more towards the pro-life movement. It's kind of, I've always explained the whole pro-choice uh, view as a spectrum. So on one end, you have absolute pro-lifers um, like me who are just 100% pro-life. You cannot change my mind uh, on anything like that. And then you have murderers, just Just straight up murders, like baby murders. To be more specifically, on one end, Uh, that's what the left is moving towards. If you want to abort a baby after term, like they're born, they're in arms, uh, you are straight up just a murderer. You are Kermit Gosnell. Uh, No arguing about that. Well, lots of Americans will fall pro life in the sense that they're not all the way pro life, but they're pro life up to um, a certain point. So, like, they might be like, it's okay to abort a kid at six weeks. Obviously, I still think that's just as immoral, but society's like, but we don't want babies being um, killed after they're born. So this is the movement. The movement is going further and further this way um, and away from the radical left because the radical left is being exposed for what it stands for, which is absolute murder and a denial of humanity. So that's first off that this this bill, there's no reason not to pass it. No reason whatsoever. But you know, there's the left doing their radical thing again. But the second thing is that these laws that are being passed that allow babies to be aborted after birth or during birth, all these different things in the name of healthcare, completely overturn things that have happened in the past, efforts that were made in the past. So that way people had the ability to live their lives. And I'm not just talking about what I'll get to in a second, uh, which will, you'll make sense in when I get to that point. But I'm talking about when we made, you know, this nation, when we gave rights, like those rights were to human, you know, to humans, to people and to just discriminate. You know, I get there's an argument for, is the baby a person or not uh, before they're born? There is an argument there. Uh, I still think it's a stupid argument, but I get that. But after a baby is born, there's, there's no argument that baby is no different than a baby that is born from a mom who wants to love and raise her child. Who wants to do that? In fact, I just read today that somebody's suing Planned Parenthood because they had a botched abortion. Like like society, it undoes, it do, undoes, rather, it undoes everything that society has worked so hard to make possible, so hard to make um, easy for people to keep their liberties. Everybody has rights. Everybody has liberties. That's kind of what our nation has been founded on. That's why our nation has tried to spread democracy and spread these ideas of the West. But Western ideas are slowly being crumpled by secularism instead of the Judeo Christian values that our nation was built on, endowing everybody with the sanctity of life. We're undoing everything. We're going back to the Dark Ages. We're going back to everything that we came from in the past two to 300 years. We're going backwards. And that's absolutely stupid. I mean, to say that we can just kill babies is to literally go back to the pagans who threw their children in the fire. What's the difference? I'll tell you the difference. There is a slight difference. The slight difference is that the pagans did it as an act of worship because in their perspective, they were doing a moral good. Was it morally good? No, but people in the left have no excuse morally. Oh, it's in the name of women's health care. It's in the name of women's rights. No, it's not even the equivalent. So absolutely undoes everything that we have worked so hard to do. But there's one reason that this specific act very much worries me of the direction that we could possibly be going in as a nation. And a movie was recently released about it. Uh, it, was the Gos- the, um, it was the Gosnell movie. The name of the movie right now slipping my head. But it was the movie that essentially talked about Kermit Gosnell and how he would abort children, uh, you know, after they were born. At the time... Which this this was not very long. ago. this is like twenty thirteen. So this is like six years ago. I mean, to give you perspective, I was like twelve, so like, you know, it's not like, you know, before my time. but essentially, Kermit Gosnell was convicted of of what? Of what murder because he killed babies after they were born. He was known for sticking scissors in the back of their neck and cutting their spinal cord. In fact, when I watched the movie, I, I seem kind of like a fiery person here, like, uh, really sassy, but I absolutely broke down in tears because there's a scene in the movie It's from the baby's perspective. It's a very blurry uh, vision of the camera looking up at Gosnell Gosnell turns the baby over and it's from the baby's perspective So the baby's view turns over to the side of a table and it instantly goes black That got me personally And this is the kind of stuff that we put him in prison for we know that he was one of the most prolific serial killers in the United States, because what we were known was that what he was doing was not abortion. In fact, somebody on the stand talked about how what Kermit Gosnell did was not apparently what abortion clinics did. Now, do I agree with this? Not necessarily, but this was the belief. Even abortion clinicians were speaking out against Kermit Gosnell because what he was doing was not following under the definition of what was known to be an abortion. It was murder. If we make it legal and, you know, acceptable, seemingly to society that we can kill babies after they're born just because they're a nuisance and because they're economically uh, a burden or anything like that. Um, Essentially what you run the risk of is somehow, you know, I I really don't know how this would work, but essentially validating, uh, overturning the idea that what Kermit Gosnell did was a um, moral evil. I don't know if that would mean um, if he would come out of prison. I don't know what that would mean. But essentially, it would change the direction of our nation in looking back. We would look back at at Kermit Gosnell as a martyr more than we would a murderer. And that's a big, big difference. We can't look back at people who killed little innocent babies by sticking scissors in the back of their neck and cutting their spinal cord as martyrs for what what they believed in. Like they were in prison for something that was absolutely good. We had it right when we put him in prison. Um, quite honestly, I think that anybody who performs abortion has kind of a reason to go to prison. But if you're going to highlight somebody who absolutely had the reason, that would be Kermit Gosnell. But no, no, we're moving in a direction where what Kermit Gosnell was doing um, in the most awful clinic ever Uh, we we're validating what he did. We're essentially, we could essentially go back in time. And if somebody were to come up in the courtroom and be like, hold up, don't prosecute this man because in six years, we're going to be debating about killing babies outside the womb anyway. And the governor of Virginia is going to support this. And all kinds of people are going to support this. And we know that Planned Parenthood has been known to let babies sit on tables and cry themselves to death with no care while nurses are prevented from calling 911. This is a story that Abby Johnson talks about. Uh, because because there's an interest in killing these babies. Absolute inconsistency. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to warn you for what I'm about to put on the screen. Uh, if you don't like, if you're a mom especially, if you if you don't like graphic pictures, if you don't like anything like that, I would highly recommend you don't look at the camera right now. Um, this might be kind of a weird way of doing it, but this is what we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, I had somebody Instagram DM me and said, you know, it's a woman's choice. It's just, and she didn't even say clump of cells. She said, it's just a cell, which is so scientifically inaccurate, you know, for conservatives to be called science deniers. This is the most scientifically idiotic statement I've probably heard. Uh, there's no way I'm just one cell. Uh, this is not just a piece of my cell. Like I'm full of many cells. Uh, that's what makes makes me up. And, yeah, babies will start as a cell. But as any person who studies biology or science knows, cells will reproduce and add on. That's how people grow. That's how babies develop. But uh, in light of that, we're not just talking about, you know, the blue dot, that Planned Parenthood said it just gently sucks out um, and just, you know, disposes of. No. Uh, when Kermit Gosnell essentially killed the babies that he killed, he murdered uh, – if I can get the poll up. I'm going to show you a picture of it. This is baby boy A. Uh, for those of you who uh, get really squeamish, don't look. This is baby boy A. This is baby. This is the baby that Kermit Gosnell killed after it was born. And this baby was not like 20 weeks old. This baby was viable outside of the womb. This baby right here would be completely okay in the leftist view right now to be denied the sanctity of life and rights and liberties that the rest of us endure just because their mother didn't want them. Like essentially the discrimination goes, my mother wanted me, therefore I deserve more rights than this child right here who was murdered by Kermit Gosnell and children who are attempted to be aborted and survive, who are absolute survivors of one of the most horrific things ever. These kids have rights, denied rights, all those different things. And once again, if you don't like looking at squeamish you know, pictures, you know, this is how Kermit Gosnell would do it. This right here is where the left's view is. To, and granted, they may not want you to stab scissors in the back of a baby's neck, but the left doesn't want you to treat that child unless the mother and physician agree, oh, we should probably keep this kid, which oftentimes uh, has not been what's happened. Uh, You know, Planned Parenthood's like, you know, this isn't what we do, except for the fact that there have been members who have come out of Planned Parenthood with the horrors, gone to Abby Johnson's organization with PTSD because they have heard babies crying in other rooms until they die. You want to tell me that I'm some kind of bigot uh, person who doesn't care about women's rights? I mean, first off, because the left is pulling the whole identity politics thing, can we just agree that if, you know— Anybody has the right to say anything. Your girl over here is a woman. And I feel like if, as long as we're playing by the rules of identity politics, you can try to not get me to shut up just a little bit less, just a little bit, considering that I have all the parts. If I wanted to carry a kid, uh, and eventually I will, uh, I'm free to do so. You know, this opinion is absolutely stupid. But, you know, to round off one more picture, you know, here's another little girl. These are the kids who are essentially, you know, people, they they were murdered. And if we keep going in the direction of this, of opposing the Born Alive Act or opposing other bills that essentially allow for children to have a chance at life uh, if they survive a murder attempt, we're going to be validating Kermit Gosnell. We're going to be validating people like him and their actions. And society is going to tell history a lot differently than they do currently. Because when Kermit Gosnell went through what he did, people were like, wow, that's not okay. I mean, there was like a whole idea of like there was a media cover up. No one was paying attention to it. But if we keep going the direction we are, Kermit Gosnell is going to be known as a hero, even though he ran one of the most horrific um, businesses that the United States has ever seen. Absolutely awful. Uh, and not to mention that there's plenty of other problems with abortion as well. You know, recently I was chosen to be a live action ambassador. I applied. I was very excited to do social media stuff. Uh, and I I posted a picture on my personal Instagram account. Essentially, it wasn't even supposed to spark debate. They just said in the ambassador training thing, they're like, you need to take a picture off of our account and tag us in it and say, I'm hashtag a live action ambassador. Make complete sense. Uh, and what ended up happening was I posted a picture where it says legality does not, it's like the equal with the slash, does not equal morality. And I got so much fire back uh, from people who actually I used to be friends with. uh, And the argument turned into this idea of um, pro-lifers. One of the arguments, there there were two main ones, one of which I think angered somebody so much that they stepped up and said something. But This pro-lifer, this girl was saying pro-lifers essentially care about kids who aren't born yet, but they don't care about kids who are outside of the womb, which is absolutely stupid. Uh, I served at a – actually interned at an organization that puts so much effort into kids who are in foster care, who are needing adoptions, uh, those kind of kids who are, you know, parents – or kids of parents who are abusive, kids of parents who were drug addicts or in prison, those kind of situations. I served at an organization like that for like six months. Um, One of the best things that I've ever done, I learned so much. I have such a heart for kids. I think that if everybody could, everybody should adopt. That's just how it is. There are, you know, in the uh, the state of Missouri alone where I am, there's like 20,000, I think it's like 20,000 kids in the state care, give or take, round up. Um, It's a lot. It's over 10,000 for sure. Maybe over 15,000. So with that in mind, for somebody to say that, you know, at least as a personal attack to me is absolutely stupid considering that this person also said that my character was harmful, which I don't think a character can be harmful. But the argument goes that, you know, well, instead pro-lifers should focus on lives that are already alive rather than, you know, those who are yet to be born. Okay. I agree. Uh, In the sense that I agree that we should care about kids who are outside of the womb. But I would say taking out the word instead, I would insert the word equally because they're all kids. They're all humans. But taking that logic, taking the logic of you know pro should putting that burden on the pro-lifers, uh, the problem is that pro-lifers also care about kids who come out of botched abortions, who ought to have the right to life. So that's a kid outside the womb. Should we not grant them the exact same um, equality and treatment as the rest? I mean, if you really want to argue the idea that um, a child up when they're in the womb is not a child, we should care about the kids outside the womb. If you want to adopt that argument, it's kind of like the argument I talked about in my last video where it's the idea that like uh, baby girls or babies that are born outside deserve health care. Well, they deserve more than health care. They deserve not to be murdered, which is which I feel like is very foundational, very basic. Uh, not everybody clearly thinks like that, but that's how it is. Uh, and and you know, not only that, but you know, somebody even went so far to talk about how there are babies who they're born with abnormalities, um, even before they're born, a lot of them are detected with things like Down syndrome, and that these kids can be an absolute burden to families, which I think that the person who said this absolutely has never talked to somebody. I mean not that I've I've worked with you know people who have down syndrome or anything but I know I know a, f- a friend of mine who talked about how she was pro choice but she thought it was absolutely horrific how you know she had a heart for people with down syndrome and special needs how those people were being targeted with abortion and to say that somebody deserves less rights when they survive an abortion attempt or when they're born with abnormalities and we're like well we're just going to kill it now absolutely goes against the idea that pro choice advocates put on pro lifers Pro-lifers do care about kids outside the womb. They care about kids outside and inside equally. Yes, there are children in the foster care. Yes, there are children in abusive homes. Yes, there are children. But you know something? Can I just point out? It takes like $38,000, something really ridiculous to adopt a kid. Maybe instead of, you know, making the argument that abortion should be like $400, bucks, maybe we should lessen the cost of adoption. Maybe- there are so many things we could fix that abortion can't solve. Period. That would allow for more kids who are outside of the womb to have that, you know, wholesome family, uh, which, you know, there's already a breakdown in a society. You know, one of the things that I think makes it so hard in our country is that we've lost the ideal family structure. Uh, family is not everything anymore. Uh, family is something that is just kind of like optional, you know. Not only that, but the terms are redefined. Does a kid need a mom and a dad or two moms or two dads or, you know, uh, to you know, you don't know what to call them because they they don't identify as you know man or woman or anything like that. We've completely blurred the lines. So not only that, but a lot of kids suffer because of that. So we're talking, you know, one of the things that I think needs to happen is we need the the essentially the foundation of a family that would solve the kids outside of the womb. And when you have the foundation of a family. Um, and I would say the protections of not having sex before marriage, um, if that's something. I mean, and of course, somebody pointed this out to me. I'm not. If if you've been raped before you're married, obviously that's very very different uh, than if you're just sleeping around because you think that it's fun. So I just want to clarify that. But you know, if if you have those standards in place, you're setting up your kids to have a good childhood and life. Uh, I know this because I have talked to lots of not everybody, but I've talked and been around lots of people with broken families beyond divorce and their lives have completely gone downhill and tumbled, uh, since that happened. I had a friend one time who he lived with his mom for like the first year that I knew him. then afterwards he lived with his dad who was not in a good place. Neither of his parents were ever married. Uh, then he like ran away and all these different things and his life um, I watched it just completely crumple because there wasn't a foundational family there. In fact, I remember he didn't necessarily like parents of other kids who were really strict and had rules, which you know, parents should. And that's kind of where we're at. So to bring it kind of full circle, pro-lifers care about kids, you know, from the point of conception on. But to adopt the idea of pro-choicers from birth on, we also care about kids. Which is why the Born Alive Act should have been passed, why it's dangerous if our nation uh, elects one of the six Democratic nominees, I believe six, uh six, who are running, who all voted against this bill. Absolute moral idiocy, absolutely detrimental to the family unit and to lives of children all across the United States. As if abortions were already uh, regular enough, it just completely denies humanity. We become a nation that denies humanity, which was never what we were founded on. We were founded on ensuring liberties to every single person, um, despite color, despite, you know, sex, gender, which by the way, there's only two, man and woman. And that that's the thing. You you can't tell me that this bill was for women's health care, that it was spreading lies, that it was doing anything like that, when all it was trying to do was affirm that if a child is born, you can no longer kill it. I mean, to put it in a really like very simple way, it's almost like getting to a safe zone. It's almost like a child when they're um when they're when their mother is pregnant with them, it's like they are almost like the best way I can describe it is actually really bad it's kind of like if anybody ever played Minecraft which I did when I was in middle school I was that nerd I'll fully uh, disclose that information you know when you were around at night you had the zombies and you didn't know if you were going to be attacked or not your goal was to survive in the sense when a mother is pregnant with their kid that baby uh, is almost like on a journey to safety essentially because when a baby was born it was kind of understood that that baby can't be aborted or killed anymore kind of like in minecraft when you finally make it home at dark it's like you are in the safe zone you cannot be attacked by the zombies because the zombies can't touch you in your house uh that was that was the understanding at least uh that's what used to be the understanding and now it's like uh what used to be a very like safe point in a child's life being born uh is essentially gone there's no parameters there's nothing And I think that that will severely endanger how we look at people like Kermit Gosnell. I think that that is going to give a little bit more ground to the pro-life movement. Don't get me wrong, but not at the cost of thousands and thousands of children's lives. Uh, I've already talked about what the roots of Planned Parenthood and what the roots of abortion are. I've talked about responses about, is it really a woman's right? Is it a choice? But the fact of the matter is, is this bill poses a danger to how we're going to remember American history, how we're going to look at what our politicians did with the huge ramifications in the future. And, you know, for their sake, I pray, you know, Christians understand that when the rapture comes, uh, when the end comes, that's not going to be a good time. Uh, when you have all those, inno- like, I say innocent, pretty much, innocent children. That's a little bit of a theological. Huh? But when you have all those kids uh, who God has a plan for, you know, who's to say that you aren't going to look at millions of people who you uh, had some kind of say and support in murdering? And if you're not a Christian, uh, who's to say that somebody isn't going to look back at you the way that people look back at slave owners when it comes to um during the Civil War and before when we had slaves. I, I know for a fact lots of liberals never want to be that person. They never want to be the white supremacist or anything. But what what's going to happen one day when you're looked at as the baby murderers of the 21st century and 20th century? It's not going to be a good time. So ultimately, that's my ginormous, filterless opinion on this bill being opposed in the Senate and why I think it's an absolute moral inconsistency and absolutely dangerous for our nation so make sure that you follow at filterless podcast on instagrams uh follow this podcast on anchor apple spotify we're pretty much on all platforms and make sure to subscribe and turn off the notification bell for our um for youtube and also if you have any questions leave them in the comments if you want to be nasty well it'll be real entertaining as long as your comment is witty uh, I don't need any comments about this piece of hair. I already know it's sticking up. But essentially, what I really hope you guys walk away from this video with is an understanding of why this bill is going to absolutely uh, destroy some—either it's going to destroy some of the moral foundation that we have for what humanity means, or it's going to build the movement to restore that. And that's what I want you guys to walk away with. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Make sure to share this video, like, tell your friends, and have a wonderful day, guys.